It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Well, it's not Tim Weisberg. It's Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light. And I'm here today uh, filling in for Tim while he's out in Michigan at, at one of his spooky uh, benches. Uh, and uh, uh, we've been talking about all kinds of things this morning. We've talked about uh, my column in the New Bedford Light, uh, which is about the, my second column on the, the closure of the Star Store and just the funereal atmosphere that is taking place as these these wonderful young art students uh, pack up all their bag belongings and are, are forced to um, evacuate to a, a campus, a main campus that doesn't have the facilities for them to do their work. Uh, uh, in my column this morning, Trisha Smith, who will be a guest uh, here in the 8 o'clock hour, talks, one of the artists, uh, teachers rather, um, uh, former alumna, now teachers at Tabor, uh, uh, talks about the fact that that, that they did not give them time to even prepare for their classes. This was done on purpose to rush them out. The university, despite its protestations, doesn't want to be in New Bedford. It just thinks it's too expensive. Is it too expensive? Is, is, is $2.7 million a year too much to pay for the artists that have revitalized downtown New Bedford, for the, for the, the, the golden goose that sparked all the coffee shops and restaurants and uh, clothing stores and gift shops that have all sprung up in the last 20 years in downtown New Bedford. Uh, Santa Montigny thinks it was too expensive. He said he had to pr- protect the taxpayers. Uh, he seems to have been outfoxed. Uh, I cover in my, my column by uh, UMass President Marty Meehan and Chancellor Mark Fuller. Mark Fuller, by the way, how, how, how does he have a good relationship with New Bedford going forward? How can, you know, he didn't let the mayor know this was happening until it actually happened. Uh, uh, how, how, how does he pretend to represent uh, this as a local university, a local public university? Uh, so we're going to have Trisha Smith, uh, an alumna of UMass uh Dartmouth, the College of Visual and Performing Arts, uh, and Don Wilkinson, the longtime arts critic for the uh, New Bedford Standard Times, where I used to work for 21 years uh, as my guests in the 8 o'clock hour, and they're going to talk about what this school has been to New Bedford. In the, in the meantime, some folks are, are, are already ready to move on. State Rep. Chris Markey, uh, the, uh, the, the ink wasn't dry on the, um, the letter that Chancellor Fuller released uh, to the community saying the university was leaving when Maki was out with his own press release uh, saying we, we have to put housing in there or, or um, uh, let's put uh, um, the, the NOAA offices, uh, uh, which has been mentioned by Mayor John Mitchell also. This is, this is crazy, thinking that... Um, uh, I think Maki said something to the extent, and, and Chris, you're, you're you're welcome to to call in and and talk to me about this. But but 
something to the effect of the artists have served their purpose and now the downtown is revitalized. Really? Downtown New Bedford is fully revitalized? We can just put something else in there? Uh, Chris, along with um, most everybody else on the South Coast who's an elected official, has received campaign contributions from Paul Downey, this guy who grew up in New Bedford, who who lives in Mattapoisett now and who has made um, uh, anywhere from 40 to $60 million the last 20 years in lease payments for the uh, Star Store as it was renovated. Now, he said, as a result of what, what looks to be a loophole where UMass Dartmouth did not notify him they were exercising their, their option to buy it for a dollar in time, now it looks like... Uh, uh, he's claiming the building is his, and and he's he plans to do something with it. You know, I don't know, make more money by redeveloping it. The whole situation is a mess. Uh, uh, the the legacy uh, of Mark Montigny is 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 on the line. The future of downtown New Bedford is on the line. I'm I, I'm surprised that there is not more reaction maybe maybe some folks think that this is exaggerated that that the um effect of the um college of visual and performing arts on downtown new bedford is is overestimated that it really hasn't helped that much so you tell me what's going to go in there a methadone clinic uh 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 a um maybe uh as, as some have suggested we use it uh to house the um the migrants who have been coming from central america uh, there, there really has not been any great rush to put offices in downtown New Bedford. We remember when the Compass Bank was first built, replacing the police station in downtown New Bedford. They said they were going to try to put call centers in there where, you know, people work for minimum wage in these call center jobs, um, pushing products or, or trying to service people who have, you know, health insurance or different things. And they were going to put that in there. That That didn't even work. Now it's the DeMello International Center where basically um, uh, Mr. DeMello, God love him, has, has given breaks to every nonprofit in town for, 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 for low rents. And that's good. The building is full. It, it's, it's some activity in downtown New Bedford, but there's never been a great demand for offices in downtown New Bedford. So now you're just going to switch that out and, and, and you know, uh, uh, it, it, it begins to look like um, uh, uh, Donnie wants to cash in on the escalating um, uh, housing costs in the city and put housing in there. I, I, I have my doubts as to whether Mayor Mitchell thinks that's a good, a good use of it. Uh, the mayor has uh, uh, talked about uh, if they can't get uh, the stars to a back, uh, no fisheries being a possibility. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think this is all just crazy, crazy talk. Uh, do you have any feelings about this? Give me a call at 508-996-0500. Uh, this is Jack Spillane sitting in for Tim. Uh, uh, have you heard? Have you had enough of the star story? You, you think, ah, I'm bored with that issue. Let's move on to something else. Uh, what did you think of of President Trump and his his mugshot last night? I had some callers very upset with me in the first hour uh, because I I I just I don't know. I find it unbelievable that a former president of the United States would would look into the camera and glower and scowl. At, you know, for his mugshot, as if he has no shame at, at, at all. Um, whatever you want to say, you know, there are prosecutors in this country 
who feel that there's, there's more than enough evidence of a conspiracy that led to an insurrection on January 6th, 2021, to prevent the peaceful transfer of power to the duly elected president of the United States, Joe Biden. I know that that's a, a conservative message, that, that a progressive message, rather, that a lot of you don't want to hear. I'm happy to talk to you about it, but, but if you want to call to debate me, let's be respectful and, and try to argue our points without, um, without insulting each other. Here, we have a call on the line. You're on the line with that old progressive, Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light. Hello, you're on the line. You're on the air. Uh, oh, hi, Jack. Hi, is this Shanae? Calling, how you doing? Good. Good. Um, now, I was thinking, years ago, I used to work at Star Store. I worked there for 14 years, and um, my father was the manager. Now, in those days, when they had to vote on something, they had all the managers and all the people from retail stores and any other store downtown get together like they do now with the uh, city council. I remember my father used to have to go to those meetings and stuff and different things. And I think that would be a good idea. But you know what? I think you should go in there. I know you're not going to like it. But I think that they should have all little shops. Like, um, like we don't have any souvenir shops downtown anymore. Elaine's gone. So, um, like, a small little uh, souvenir shop in there. Or maybe uh, records. Records moved over to Fairhaven, right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's a pretty big... Yeah big building for a souvenir yeah, shop and, and there well, are... No, no, there, there'll be many, many things. Yeah. <laughs> I have good ideas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, there's many, many things they could put in there. Like they do, they did with the Kilburn Mills downtown. Uh, downtown oh, South yeah. Then, right? yeah. Kilburn Mills and, is, um, is a great success. Yeah, and um, but you know, on something like that down here, down downtown, I think that they should try to, you know, figure out something like that. And maybe office buildings on the top or something like that. But uh, I think that they should... Put in like maybe uh, not the marijuana shops. Um, we had enough of them already. Um, but uh, you know, just uh, coffee shops. You know, going there and have some. And um, even the fudge shop, peanut shop is over there. That's gone. They you could do something there, and you know, so, there's so, all kinds of different things. So, so what they say um, is that the reason that we've had some of these gift shops and and um, restaurants and such open the last 20 years is because the college is there and there are people coming in every day where for many, many years, decades even, there were nobody coming into downtown New Bedford because all the shops were out at the mall. And so right. there, are, there are people coming in again because there are people who work there. Now that the college won't be there, there aren't people who work there. And if you're going to put offices, there's, there's, there are other buildings in the downtown. I mentioned the DeMello International Center, which is full now of nonprofits, but were empty for years because right. there really isn't a big demand to locate offices in downtown New Bedford. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that. Actually, I wouldn't even want the offices there. But I mean, if they had to, they could put them on the top floor. But I don't, I don't think housing should go in there at all. And... Um it's just uh, too many things. I, I know the elevator's old. Yeah. I don't know if they still have the elevator in there. I don't know, but t- they, yeah, they do have the elevators in there. Tell me this. When that was a department mm-hmm. store, what was it like? It must have been wonderful. It, it was, oh, yeah. I loved it. It was five floors. Actually, it was, it was four at the beginning. Then my father uh, designed a, a restaurant to go in there, and it, it, it seated at least 300 people in there. Wow. And there was always a line out the door, always a line out into the hall. They served everything. I mean... 
fish and chips, seafood platter, steak, everything. I mean, it was packed. And it was cheaper, though, in, in those days. Yeah. And, and what departments were on some of the floors? Like, was there like a floor, like men's clothing, women's clothing, appliances, oh, all that everything. stuff? As, yes. It was uh, down the basement. There was the restaurant, the deli, Mini Mart. And then they had boys. Then they even had shoe repair. And they had um, shoe, you know, sneakers, inexpensive sneakers downstairs for kids and things. First floor was men's and suits. They even had the suits, suit coats, like in the, you know, the better men's and then the men's like jeans and all that stuff, belts. I mean, I had to do inventory in that store, so I remember all these things. Um, and they had the perfume department, the real good Estee Lauder and all that, the really good stuff. And uh, jewelry department, really good jewelry. They had... Um, this is just the first floor. Um, they had candy that they made their own fudge, stationery. It must have been uh, a grand, grand place. Oh, it was so much fun. I have so many good memories there. And then the second floor was, uh, let's see, um, they had children's, they had babies, they had um, accessories. You know, they had a, there was tons of stuff on that floor, too, like sewing things. And, and then the third floor was the main office. Oh yeah, they even had a post office on the first floor. Yeah, so so did, did you think office. did you think that the arts college was a good thing to to substitute for the star store? No, no, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a school person. I was never really into school at all. Okay, so but um, a so, lot of people do, I'm sure. So and, you can um, take it or leave it as far as an arts college being being in yeah. downtown New Bedford. Yeah, because I think a lot that you can get a lot more people in there. I mean, you can't get anybody in there to buy anything because it's just. Yeah, I think that might brighten up the downtown a little bit. Everybody missed that store so much. They still do. Well, yeah, but, 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 but a five-story a five department store is not going to go into a downtown anywhere yeah. in this country anymore because, it, it, I mean, there is parking actually right across the street in the Zaitarian right. parking garage. That's but, where they used to park in down the hill a little yeah, bit. But, yeah, but people don't want to do that anymore. They, they find it more convenient to go to the mall in Dartmouth, the strip malls on Kings Highway or, even, or Hathaway downhill. Road. Yeah, so, so I, I just don't think a department store is coming back. No, but I mean, like little shops, like something you'd find down in the Antarctic or, uh, yeah. you know, someplace. And, and this is a whaling city. I, even a little scrimshaw shop in there. Yeah. Do scrimshaw I mean, there, there, are, there are scrimshaw shops. I probably in, used to do it just as a hobby. Yeah, I mean, there are, there, are, there are gift shops yeah. down in the National Park uh, in the downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. uh, there's... Uh, uh, there's two of them right there across from the Whaling Museum. Three of them, actually, right across from the Whaling Museum and, yeah. and a, a couple more on, on South First Street. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. They, they seem to be doing a little business, but I just don't see that New Bedford has the number of tourists or the number of uh, uh, artists. And I mean, the, the, the artists have brought in the businesses to the upper downtown. And I think it's... It, you know, we can say, you know, let's build some shops and stuff like that, but there just no, aren't enough people downtown. And mm. the thing that well, brings people... Well, they advertised it yeah, yeah. a little bit, you know, like that. like, yep. And, you know, it, they could have a little restaurant in there, yep. snack bar type okay. thing, subs and pizzas. All right. We'll have I to see. I got to go to a commercial break, but but thanks for calling, Carl. That's one Think suggestion. about that, will you? <laughs> okay. Yep. Have a good one. Bye. 
Okay, it's not more Tim, it's uh, more Jack. Uh, uh, I'm sure that's disappointing for some of you, but uh, maybe uh, uh, encouraging for others. Uh, so uh, we've been talking about the Star Store this morning. The last caller said that she was never really into uh, school or having an arts college. She'd, she'd rather they have uh, gift shops and uh, maybe some offices upstairs. So we'll see what happens. We have some callers in the line, so let's go to them. You're next on WBSM with Jack Spillane. Hi, good morning, Jack. Good morning. My my first choice would be to keep it as the art school. Um, I think that that would be a shame if we lost it. Um, and I believe that um, a few people are planning to um, call the representatives and call the, some of the uh, offices of, <laughs> excuse me, some of the players. I like that lady's reminiscences about the Star Store. My grandfather was the night watchman there, and he used to um, come home in the morning with uh, little pieces of pie that he had gotten from, I guess they were getting rid of it or whatever, and he'd uh, give it to us, like Boston cream pie or lemon, lemon meringue pie. So we always looked forward to the loose little boxes of pie. Um, the lady meant, uh, I don't know if she did mention it, but on um, the fourth floor, I think it was, there was actually a little house that they had built, and you could walk through, and they had some of the furniture for sale. It was a fascinating place. You know, when I, when I grew up on the North Shore, there was a big department store called Almy's in mm -hmm. downtown Salem. And it was similar to the Star Store, four or five floors. And, you know, they had everything there and you could just spend hours there. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's, you know, all of us have cherished memories of, 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 of those days. But in all honesty, I, I think sometimes they look a little bit more romantic in retrospect than they actually were. I, you know, I, I don't know that that life was particularly perfect um, in those days. I, I remember back even in those days, at least in Salem, it was it was hard to get a parking space even then. And that's 40, 50 years ago. So, you know, I, I think um, yeah, that's true. nostalgia was great, but I think that, that um, uh, and don't get me wrong, there was something to be said for those five-story department stores. But if people really loved them so much, they wouldn't have all flocked to the malls so quickly when, when they opened <laughs> Right, right. Well, I, I just remember um, being a kid, and when you're a kid, you look at the world differently. I mean, I used to be able to do all my Christmas shopping with, like, $20, and <laughs> my entire family. My mom would often get, like, a pretty handkerchief from Star Store, and they had gift wrapping. I mean, it was just a more genteel time, I yes. think. And maybe a lot of that is distortion. I don't know. But there was something magical about going downtown New Bedford and shopping in the stores, um, in the 5 and 10, and, you know, uh, the Enterprise, which was kind of like a 5 and 10, but it was just glorious. And then sometimes you'd be lucky enough and it would snow, like very light snow. But, okay. Um, I think life I, was simpler. I've just got to wrap you up, Carla, because it's time for the 730 News, and we have to go to that. Okay. Okay, very good. All right. Thank you, Jack. Here are some of the national news we're following. There's still no proof that Russian mercenary leader Yevgeny Prigozhin is dead. The leader of the Wagner Group reportedly died in a plane crash near Moscow on Wednesday night. This morning, Britain's Ministry of Defense said there's no definitive proof that Prigozhin was on the plane, but added that it's highly likely that he's dead. 
Russian authorities say Prigozhin was listed as a passenger on the plane, but they have not officially confirmed the identities of the 10 crash victims. Former President Trump says he has every right to challenge the election. He spoke briefly Thursday in Georgia after shortly being booked at the Fulton County Jail for his alleged efforts to overturn the state's 2020 election. Trump said the case was, quote, a travesty of justice and said he did nothing wrong. The former president reiterated his claims of election interference in regards to 2024. The convicted serial killer known as BTK is now the prime suspect in two unsolved killings in Oklahoma and Missouri. Osage County, Kansas Undersheriff Gary Upton says it's worth looking into. It's not out of the realm of possibility. You have to remember that Dennis Rader was a, uh, a very active serial killer for, um, what, going on 30 years? Investigators this week searched a property near Wichita, Kansas, that was owned by Raider, who was sentenced to 10 consecutive life terms in 2005. Raider, who is now 78, was convicted of killing 10 people in Kansas from the 1970s to the 1990s. Authorities now consider him the prime suspect of a 16-year-old Cynthia Don Kinney, who disappeared in Oklahoma in 1976, and 22-year-old Shauna Beth Garber, whose body was found in the southwest Missouri late 1990. The work of Representative John Lewis is being recognized by the U.S. Postal Service. USPS officials announced a new forever stamp that pays tribute to the Georgia Democrats' legacy in Nashville yesterday. Lewis attended the American Baptist College and Fisk University and is known for organizing the first sit-in protests at segregated lunch counters in Nashville during the Civil Rights Movement. The new stamps feature the late congressman's name and likeness and are for sale online and at post offices across the country. In sports, the Boston Red Sox beat the Houston Astros in their fourth and final game in the series with a score of 17-1. The Sox are coming home today to begin a series against the L.A. Dodgers. First pitch tonight is at 7.10 p.m. And for all you football fans, it's game day today as the Patriots take on the Tennessee Titans tonight at 8.15 p.m. And now here is your ABC6 local weather forecast. We have a bit of a rainy day in store for us. It'll become more intermittent later on in the later part of the day, but breezy and humid with periods of rain, some heavy at times, a few thunderstorms with it, high near 71 degrees. It tapers off later tonight, cloudy, breezy, with a few lingering showers and thunderstorms, overnight low 68 degrees. And for tomorrow, mostly cloudy, humid, with some more lingering showers and thunderstorms, high of 79. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 W. WBSM. Right now it is 64 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Thanks, Adam. So this is Jack Spillane filling in for Tim Weisberg uh, uh, on this rainy Friday morning. Uh, it's only going to be raining today, so hopefully the weather will be better on the weekend. Um, I think it's kind of been a... Um, not that great a summer, if you ask me. Uh, too cool for my taste and too many rainy days. But I guess we're luckier than other parts of the country where it hasn't rained at all and everything's on fire. We do have calls in the line as we've been talking about the Star Store and President Trump's charging last night. So let's go to the next one. You're next on the year with, with Jack Spillane. Hi, good morning, Jack. Good morning. Okay, this is Shawnee now. Hi, Shawnee. Nice to hear from you. Uh, you thought I was the other lady. I did. I did. <laughs> anyway, but I, I figured it out. I didn't say it a second time. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're filling in. 
good to hear you. Anyways, um, I'll get your lines lit up. All right. By the way, um, I, I just want to make a couple of comments, not on um, Fasto especially, but um, Trump. Okay. Saying always that he didn't do anything wrong as he's leaving the the um, being booked. I mean, he never does anything wrong. By the way, that's just that should be one of his famous yeah. quotes or last words. Yeah, he wants you, know, you to I believe know. he's perfect. Yeah. Oh, naturally. But anyway, I think they did do plenty of things wrong, and especially in this case. And I hope that the public opens their eyes to that because, really, I mean, more people seem to like it than than not like it. It's, it's sad, really. Well, I think I think a lot of the people that like it are very vocal and very loud. But keep in mind that he did not win the popular vote in either of his two elections, 2016 or 2020. So I think there are more people who don't like it, but I think that they're more quiet. Those are the people that are quiet. They follow their lives. They follow the rule of law. You know, we are a system of laws and we have to prove to this country that no matter how big you are, no matter how important you are, you still have to follow the rules of law. And if a president of the United States can be convicted of a serious crime, if he did it, he's presumed innocent, but if he did it, then that will prove that we are a country of laws and that, that you can't say, I'm too perfect. I, I did everything perfect. My, my phone calls were perfect. I'm the only one that can fix the country. All the bragging things that Trump has said these last eight years. Right. You know, we're going to find out whether a jury where a judge says you can only follow the law in your decision, not your personal political feelings, only the law. Did he do it or did he not do it? And right. we're going to find the that out. Constitution. He doesn't want to follow that either. But no, he, he even said, he, he himself said, you need to suspend the Constitution. Another thing is, um, I, I was listening to Syndicate last night, and oh, they think he's so funny. These guys really get a big, big jolly off of him. And he is kind of funny, but I mean, why, don't, why doesn't he go in and have a, a comedy or go on Saturday Night Live every night? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's easy because he is such an outlandish character to make jokes about him, to to um, make money off of him, you know, in, in whatever media that you're in, especially social media. But but really, in my opinion, these are so serious issues. These are serious matters, the things that he wants to do. It's not that everything he says is crazy. It's not. He points out things that are true that the establishment has never wanted to acknowledge. But he also points them out in a very divisive, um, in my opinion, mean-spirited way. And so I, 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 don't, I don't think he's been good for the country, but we're going to see. Did he break yeah. the law or not? Yeah, but listen, last night, on, I didn't realize this, that you on this was on Syndicate that he borrowed. He's always such a big bragger about his money. I didn't realize that he borrowed $160 million from George Soros. Really? I had never heard that. Well, look into it, because this is right on Syndicate. And, All right. Um, and then guess what? This, You know this guy, how do you pronounce his name? Vreekum or Vreekum? The guy that was a tall, thin, young guy that was in the debate that kind of mimics what Oh, he, Ramaswamy? Yeah. Well, yeah. him, he, um, I think that's his name. He, they said that he, uh, they asked him what was this, what he took from the... Um, Soros, when he was young, 
he took a scholarship from Charles. The brother's name is Charles Soros, right? Oh, I think you mean, might be talking about Bergam, the, the the governor of North Dakota. No, no, no. It's huh? a tall, thin one that talks about just like um, Trump. And anyway, he said that he took a scholarship uh, to be to become a lawyer because they didn't have money. They were poor. And he made himself what he is today, a billionaire. Which is oh, that was, that's it. Vivek Ramaswamy, I think. I don't know, because I'm tired from listening to Syndicate. Yeah. But anyway, one other thing is that um, I, I want to talk about Nubetra for one minute. Um, I was on the avenue the other day, and I was I was looking at where that man got busted for making the um, green cards. Oh, yeah. And I was looking at the whole avenue. It is disgusting. It is so disgusting. A little dirty? Dirty, filthy. It looks like a third world country. It's yeah. uh, it's it's awful. I mean, yeah. I can't believe it. I really, I I really wish I could just get out of here now. And then I'm listening to that radio the other day on BSM, and he um he's ta- state rep is talking um um about putting some kind of a center downtown. I guess maybe I and staff store for immigrants. I think learn English. We have enough going on in the North End. Now what are they going to bring it to the downtown historic district? That's all we have left, I feel, in New Bedford. And and then um, if you go further south, it's not so great either. I don't know. I, I'm just I'm just so disgusted. Okay. New Bedford. Okay. We might, we might have to uh, agree to disagree on that one, Shawnee. But I, I appreciate your point of view. I'm going to go to another caller now. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. You're next on WBSM with Jack Spillane. I'm sorry, Jack. It's my second time calling. That's I just okay. want to say something real quick. That Almy store, they're, they're affiliated with Star Store. They're sister companies. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't know that. And Edgar's oh. in Fall River. What, was there, there, was an Almy, there was an Almy's in Fall River? Edgar's. Edgar's was bought by Almy's. Okay. Uh, Gorin owned all the chain. Gorin was an older man, and um, they're from Boston area. And um, there was uh, our freezers in Maine. I only know this because we got transferred all the time to our family. My father would open them up and, and be manager of the stores, and then he'd be, every seven years he'd be transferred to another one. That's when he opened up the star store in 69. Ah. So did you get good discounts because your father was the manager? 20, we, got, we, got, we got great benefits. No, the whole store. No, not this year. No. <laughs> no, I, actually, you get treated worse when you're the daughter, <laughs> your okay. daughter of the uh, manager. Um, no, uh, we actually got 20% discounts. We also got six days um, a year um, paid, and if you didn't take them, you got paid for them, or you get paid for ones you didn't take. Huh? We got our full, um, all these people, we all got Blue Cross Blue Shield Master Medical. They paid for everything. Um, it was a great company to work for. Huh? It was huh? really, really great. Yep. Yeah, it's funny and how no, whole, nothing... There was another Almy's in Danvers, too. Yes, there was. No, and no... I, I lived in Danvers. Ah, my neck of the woods. So, yeah, so... yeah. Nothing stays the same. Everything changes, nope. I guess. But I just wanted to let you know that. It sounded like you didn't know, but a lot of people don't know. But I mean, that's when they bought this, so. I did not know All that, right. but, but that, yeah, that, that, was, that. That, was the, that was the downtown department store in Salem, Mass, that I grew up yeah, with. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Elmy's. That's where my father met my mother. <laughs> Very good. My mother was working behind the fountain, yeah. <laughs> he was working there. That's His a good story, too. Okay. Yep. We got to go right, to a commercial, and we'll be back yeah. in a bit. Right, bye bye.
All right, we're back. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light, filling in for Tim this morning. Tim is out in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, uh, on one of his uh, otherworldly ventures, and I'm here filling in, holding down the fort. We've been talking about the Star Store this morning and um, uh, the Trump charging and mugshot. Uh, we have a call on the line, so let's go to them. You're on the air with Jack Spillane. <clears throat> hey, Jack, how you doing? Good. Hey, um, you know, whether you like Trump or like the last call, or you don't like Trump in general, or whether you uh, love Trump and want to jump into the fire with him, or whether you uh, are a Trump derangement syndrome person, um, the way I look at this is that um, in totality, when you know there's the Trump, there's the national politics, there's Democrats and Republicans, whether they like him or not, and then there's the justice system, and in totality between the impeachments, the lawsuits, the um, uh, now the charges. Um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say. Is that I voted for Trump, Trump twice. I don't particularly like Trump as a person, but I understand what results he got, and I like the results he got. I want to see more results like that for the country. I, but, I, but all of this is, is a, the totality of what's going on clearly is a, is a miscarriage of justice uh, or the justice system in general. Um, and so, you could say, what's justice? Like, is, you, know, is, you know, if he makes a phone call to the Ukraine, is that worth getting an impeachment? That's an injustice. Um, is, you know, if he, you know, um, if he makes a, something, he doesn't pay his taxes or is, you know, um, is late or whatever, okay, yeah, he should be charged for that and pay a penalty or whatever. But I think with, with Trump, there's a I got to get him uh, attitude. Um, and uh, that's, that's the problem I have. Well, I think that there may be some people who try to get them, but... It sounds like your argument is that if a criminal does a lot of different crimes, you know, we always should prosecute him for a couple of them because if there's so many of them, it means that we're just out to get him. If, if he's a really bad guy and he just keeps doing crime over and over and over again, you, you know, I don't know. The Republican Party used to be the party of law and order. I don't know why you wouldn't prosecute someone who has done bad things. I mean, the January 6th uh, uh, events at at Congress were an attempt of a mob to try to prevent the U.S. Congress, the, the House and the Senate from proceeding with the certification of the duly elected votes of the Electoral College. Ur that, that mob was urged by President Trump to act to try to delay that election in, in what uh, the uh, district attorney from Georgia says was a coordinated effort with people from six or seven different states to present bogus electors who, had, who did not represent the results of the election to fraudulently claim that they were the electors. Hey, I mean, I don't know I, why I, you would I, not I hear, want I, to... I, I hear you, Jack, but I also heard a few years ago President Trump made a phone call that was to the Ukraine that was, uh, you know, highly illegal, so we need to you know, um, impeach him immediately. I, I, I think it was all, a little... Look, I've heard... But, Jack, wait. I've heard both sides. I understand the law, and I understand. But where's... Is there any uh, law and justice going on with um, the Biden family? The, the, son, the, bro, the son, the father, the brother, the sister? Uh, there's not. This justice system is screwed up because it's politically charged, and it's not going to change. It's, it's a, this is a problem with the country, is that, yeah, we've made mistakes charging people or 
bringing people to, to, to justice for certain things that were wrong in the past. Um, you could say Martin Luther King is an example. So, but, and I'm not putting. So, what, what about ism? What about ism is not a defense of any crime. If I am stopped. I'm not, I'm, if I am stopped by a state trooper because I'm speeding on Route 195 and everybody else is speeding too, I can tell you that if I say to him, everybody else was speeding too, and I say to the judge, everybody else was speeding too, that is not going to be a defense for me that is going to work in any court of law. Either I was speeding or I wasn't. I agree with you. I have worries myself about the Biden case and the the interactions of Hunter Biden and you know, whether his father was involved, I think that that should be more equitably looked into. But but the fact that it has not been is not any excuse for not looking into the to the just transgressions of former President Trump. And as far as you categorizing that he was impeached for just a phone call for making a phone call to Ukraine, that's not what he was impeached for. He was impeached for shaking down the president of Ukraine to try to get him to support his po- political agenda in United States in return for weapons. That's what he was impeached for, not for the Wait, phone that, call. Isn't that, that's the that's the Biden uh, uh, shakedown plan. He actually put it in video. Well, tape. again, it's what about ism? What about ism? Is not a defense in the no, in the not, law. I'm not doing what about ism. I'm using examples. I'm not justifying uh, Trump's uh, you know um, in, uh, court cases because of Biden. I'm just saying you have to look at the fact that the totality, which is where I started of the justice system is corrupt in the United States, period. I understand. I, I, I don't, I, I don't agree with they, that. I, I think it's the best justice Jack, system in the world. You've got blinders on. No, I think I mean, you have blinders on. on. No, I, I, think... I see it really clearly. I voted for, for Democrats. <laughs> I voted for So have I. So if I voted for both, I mean, you know, I, I just think that we, we really have to be careful of our emotions, that both of us don't let them escalate to the point where we just we can't hear what the other person is saying. I, I you know, I, I just think that the American justice system is the envy of the world. It is the best just it is not perfect. There are people who get away with things. Certainly, if you have money, you're more likely to beat the system than not. But it, but it still is the best justice system in the world. We are the nation that gave the world rule by the rule of law. <laughs> that's, it's not, that's what about is. It's not too. what about is. Like we're better. We're, we're about. We're better than the other guy. So it should just be better the way. No, it is. it's a yeah. good justice system. It's not perfect. I, I'm, I'm, that's not what aboutism. What aboutism is you, when you say my defense is that somebody else did it. That's not what I'm doing. Well, well, I, I'm not. I didn't link the two. You did. I didn't link the fact that I said that Biden should be looked at. But it's, and I agree when with you, you. you when you apply when you apply the same laws. Um, you yes, go yeah. ahead and try. I, try I don't Trump. think. I don't think what, what I don't think what Biden did is equal to trying to to, to 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 prevent the transfer of power to overthrow a duly elected election. I don't think that 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 is not equal. But listen, I'm up, I'm up against the clock. Call you a yeah, great caller. Okay, Jack. I appreciate you calling, and I got to go to this break. Yep. All right, it's Jack Spillane back uh, filling in for Tim Weisberg. Uh, uh, we have about thirty seconds before we have to have our news break. Uh, I just want to plug again that in the next hour. My guest for the entire hour will be Don Wilkinson, um, longtime critic for the art critic for the New Bedford Standard Times, who I've known forever, and Trisha K. Smith, who I have not known forever, but is an alumna of the College of Vision.